Hey guys, welcome back. I'm glad you're tuning in once again to hear another fun horror, funny horror, horrible, terrible, fun, entertaining horror story. I don't, I don't really know what to call these yet because we laugh and we joke because we're past the trauma now, you know. Uh, but I want to welcome an amazing guest. He is a filmmaker. He is an actor. He is an artist. And I'm going to get a little more into the artist thing because I think I am now learning this as you are hearing about it. And another awesome guest from Tuesdays at nine. We have Mr. Monet Alejaman. And I just butchered his last name. Even though I pronounced it five times correctly, I still said it wrong. Oh, so yeah. we're going to try this again. Mane Ale Ahmad. There it I is. It. There it is. Ooh, yeah. Hey. Okay. Hi. Welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> um, I, I love that you pronounced my name, Mane Ale Ahmad, so well, even if it took you two times, because I don't blame you. It's hard. Um, but yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. I gotcha. Thank you. Awesome. So let's tell us a little bit about yourself again as an actor, filmmaker, and artist. Because again, I think the artist is new to me. So like I'm learning as everyone's listening and learning. So tell us a little bit about yourself yeah. and um, your talents. Well, I am uh, an actor, filmmaker, artist uh, <laughs> as self-defined. Uh, <laughs> um, well, <laughs> actually, I started drawing first. Like that was um, the thing that brought me into uh, the art center at college that then I somehow stumbled into acting you know I I, I didn't know what I was doing mm -hmm. I, I let me let me start back a little bit all right so I am half African-American half Iranian um, my uh, father wanted to move back to Iran he took the kids with him so I, I went to uh, junior high and high school in Iran when I after I graduated I came back to the states I'm from Chicago I was going to a community college out there yeah, yeah, I word. I was, yeah, I was going to a community college out there. I was just reconnecting with the environment, with the, with the country, reacclimating myself, trying to find new friends, and, and going to college didn't know what I was mm -hmm. doing, you know. But I, yeah, and both yeah. us, which is yeah, you know. yeah. So it took me a while, and then I was just like, you know, I I hate all these things. I was taking business classes and stuff, and I was like, this is disgusting. Uh, so. Wait, how did you how did you end up like what I get it? Obviously you didn't like it as you were doing it, but what made you at least My start dad. in that route? I was like yeah, <laughs> we were literally sitting in like in admissions, you know, I'm filling out forms and stuff. I, I was like, what should I study? I don't know what I'm doing, you know. And he's like, business, because that's what my dad loves. <laughs> So yeah. you must love it, it too. That's it. That's how it point. goes. It was just like, that's what you're studying, you know? <laughs> it wasn't like a suggestion. <laughs> right. This is not a, I, you know, give me the form. Yeah. I will fill it out for you, actually. Let me just, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, it, and you hated it. Understand oh, yeah. Because you're yeah. an artist. And, and Got it. actually like the first time I realized, shit, I've never made any real decisions for myself in my life. Like I was never allowed them, you know? Anyways, but yes, so I, 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 I fell back into art because I was like, I just want to do something that makes me happy because I'm so miserable, you know? And uh, so I was doing advertising, right. design, illustration. Um, I want to do something with art that could potentially make money. Really, what I ended up was like, I really just want to make comics. I want to draw and make comics. And so I was doing indie comics with uh, uh, some friends. We've only like published like one or two things, you know, but it was a whole lot of fun to do. Mm -hmm. And I still just love drawing and creating designs and illustrations when I can. Um, you know, I end up doing it for okay. friends as well, you know, for like I'll do poster designs and, you know, help with things like that or. 
you do like animations any moving no. things or is it more just like said, just posters, posters just like and... you know uh posters uh you know illustrations drawings paints paintings you know stuff like that um yeah yeah Gosh. you know i i've never really been all that interested in doing animation I, I like I enjoy animation. I love watching it, uh, you know, and, and I'm like in awe of so many things like but uh, it's just another something that, that I've been interested in creating, you know. Gotcha. I just curious because I know for some people they, that's like that's their vice versa. They're like, that's my love. Like I hate still still things, you know, just a picture or portrait and, and it could be vice versa. Or some people are like, I'm going to learn to do that eventually. But for you, you're like, no, I'm good here. So also curious, you know, in case people are looking for work, yeah. cha-ching, cha-ching, you know, oh, yeah. contact oh, yeah, Mr. Definitely. Money. <laughs> I, do, I end up doing a lot of uh, storyboarding as well. Um, you know, when, when it's, I don't know, when it comes up sometimes, you know, if the, if the pay's decent, because storyboarding can be a lot of work, but um, uh, yeah. I want to say I can imagine, but I can't, because I, I can't even draw a circle. Like, my circles always look like ovals, my straight lines always go crooked. So, like, I, I have no artistic bone in my hands, you know? It's all in the brain with yeah. thoughts and ideas, so I'm sure it's a lot of work, so good for you, and I can understand why you need to be compensated for yeah. it, because most yeah, of us yeah, cannot exactly. do it. Exactly. Um, but But it's, it's, I think a lot of people just don't understand the work that goes into it sometimes, you know, because there's a lot of prep that, you know, you have to build a skill set to, to be able to do something like um, uh, comics or like storyboarding at any kind of, uh, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, decent pace, like, you know, because uh, if I'm even when I'm out of practice, oh, man, it'll take me forever. Like, I'll just turn down jobs. I'm like, listen, man, I've. I've barely, yeah, I've barely drawn anything no. in a month. Like, there's no way I can get do get this done on time. Like, I have to constantly be doing it. Like, I try to doodle, you know, or at least add to a drawing every day. But it's, I fall behind a lot, mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, it's something. Um, but that's that's interesting to know. Again, as as a non artistic person, like you you do have to flex that muscle. It's the same as any other craft yeah. in the sense to just flex that muscle and be like, I have to do this regularly. I have to keep it up, keep yeah. up with it. That yeah. makes sense. Um, and I know you said you wouldn't be able to meet deadlines. Do you find often that people will like be like, Hey, can you do this by Friday? And you're like, Today's <laughs> Thursday, dude. What? Like, is that a common um, occurrence? No, you know, I don't get a lot of that, honestly. Like, because I, I'm, I don't have the reputation as being that guy you know and i don't want to have that reputation that's not you know because then it would have to be like my main focus and i would end up getting all of that work you know and and that's that's too stressful for me you know and and i've got like weird issues yeah. with my wrist and shoulder sometimes where it's just like oh man this is just not feeling good you know i have to wear a brace when i draw you know and it's like <laughs> oh god that's i all right, so I'll give I'll give the uh, listeners an insider. So right before we started recording, Money and I started talking about basically like how we're really old people, like our body age way further than like necessary. And um, yeah, so we have aches and pains for no random, like no reason at all. And I just got this new like technical scale, like that does like, you know, your, your fat and your muscle and your protein, all this stuff. And it said my metabolic age is 37, which is one, older than I am. Um, and then two, they say that your metabolic age is supposed to be like a quarter of your what? actual age. What? So, why right? Would they, why would they do that? Right? I was like, I failed. I failed in every sense of the word. I was like, I'm going to just remove this measurement because oh. I don't want to see it. It's disrespectful. 
it hurts my feelings. Even though I'm losing weight, I just look at that number and I'm like, but I'm still old metabolically. (laughs) (laughs) That is like just bad, badly designed information. You know, why not make the metabolic age, the age that you're supposed to be, you know, like you just, times it by three or whatever. And then right. that's the number. Like, why are we doing this? Why am I having to do this logical step uh, along with math on top of what they're, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Listen, I feel you. That's why I don't like crab legs. I don't like doing all this work. Okay. I paid for my food. <laughs> I'm not doing all this snack, you know, cracking, sucking, blowing, you know, napkin, bib, drool. I'm like, I paid for my food and then you want me to work more to get, no, nope, not doing uh, it. Nope. I, yeah, nope. I see where so you're coming you. from, but I, I would argue that the, the crustaceans, the devouring of the crustaceans is in itself <laughs> another essential essence of being that, that many of us humans possess to just feel a little bit animalistic as you're devouring something, you know, and for it to be kind of acceptable, where you're just like, you know, cracking something open and crunching in and stuff and just kind of getting a little messy with it and stuff and just being, you know, like able to relish that for a minute. I think that's, that's a nice thing. I I, I feel that in acting sometimes, you know? I can Right. And I can respect that. When you put it in that perspective, I can understand like kind of wanting to go to our yeah. human roots yeah, yeah. in a sense, you know? Uh, so that makes sense, but I'm, I'm still just too lazy for it. So well, just, yeah, no, I get you. And, and there <laughs> but, is the problem of there are people that just live in that state all the time. And it's like, yeah, this is not comfortable. <laughs> but, yeah. I understand that. But sidetracking, yeah. like I said, we will talk. We both we both talked about how we can talk about anything. So, yes, well, artistry, yeah, drawing, no, uh, so go. The, yeah, so there's <laughs> that. That's kind of uh, why, you know, how and why I got into drawing and stuff and, uh, you know, the stuff that I that I do and that I work on. Every now and then I'll post stuff to my Insta, you know. Um, it's been a while since I posted anything, really. Um, but I also feel like some, I don't have anything that's like finished that I'm like excited to post at the, at this moment, but I'll do more of that. Um, that actually rant that we went on, it was, was a good segue to acting. Um, <laughs> so this is how you ended up in acting, which I think that's, I don't want to say it's a far leap because I can't wait to hear the story, but I feel like it's not like, like for me, I went from stand up comedy yeah. to acting and then into writing. But like for from drawing to acting, I know this is a, this is a good go for it. I'm so curious as to how I'm that happened. Taking my classes at the college, I'm at the very end of my advertising design illustration certificates, like uh, like all of the third level classes and stuff, and I'm finishing up. And at this point, like I just kind of hate it, you know. I I realize like that like mm. all it was is like okay, you work for an advertising agency you know, or you freelance, right? And you're just really selling a product and you kind of have to like make this product something that people can connect with emotionally and that it's visually appealing and and, and all this stuff. And I'm just like, man, Mm -hmm. I just don't give a shit about any of these fucking products, you know? Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I was just like, I I can't do this. That ended up being a little soul sucking, you know? Because it was like, I had had such high hopes. And like in the beginning, it was so much fun, you know? And then like, they just kind of beat all the fun out of it. And so. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a marketing thing? It's just, it's like, oh, I'm going to draw. This will be great. It's like, no, we need you to put psychological messages in the drawing. You're like, wait a minute. Wait, no, that's not what I signed up for. I was like, oh God, no, it doesn't make me feel good to do this, you know? Um, so 
but mm-hmm. you know, and so I, I was like thinking of like making a change again. Um, and then I w- I needed some elective courses and I was just like, oh, this improv thing looks fun. You know, it'll be an easy class, hopefully, and then see what happens. Um, and I I took an improv class. And uh, be- before that, I took, actually, I took a humanities class that I needed. And uh, my humanities teacher, like we had, a we were doing all different arts in the class. Like there was a portion where, where we were studying drawing and then we, one of our projects was drawing photography. We did some photography. There was like theater. We did some performance stuff, whatever, blah, blah. And I just had so much fun in this class. And uh, um, my teacher was like you really should just go audition for the plays and i was all like i don't know i, I don't know how to act you know <laughs> and then <laughs> he's like i had fun but i yeah, don't know I, if i can actually I really didn't have do this i just like, had an what? interest in like having the most fun doing this thing because the class just ended up being so much fun you know um and then uh mm-hmm. i didn't know what improv really was i didn't consider it being acting but i knew it was under the theater department you know and i just it just looked interesting it looked like something right. fun and it was literally like the most fun i've ever had in my entire life i feel like like i was just it what? was like something That's new awesome. in me like awoke <laughs> and i was just like this is so fun and it's so easy for me you know and and i was like people were really struggling in this class and i was just like and I was just like, huh. Wait. you were like, he's like, I, I, I'm like yeah. doing this in my sleep. I didn't do the homework. I didn't do the reading. I'm getting an A, and y'all are over here, you know, watching YouTube videos and taking extra classes, and I'm doing this for shit yeah. and giggles. Like that's yeah. Oh, and I, was just, I was just so surprised that I ended up being like good at this, you know, uh, and and that I enjoyed it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so then I was like, well, let's see where this goes let me take some real acting classes so i took a theater class um and that was more challenging um but also uh rewarding and i wouldn't say more rewarding but rewarding in a completely new way you know uh so Mm -hmm. you think it's because it's challenging is that probably like because like i had to slog and like work for a little bit to get to be able to do the thing that i'm really good at you know, but, but I knew I was always going to get there, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, so, right. so it made it kind of more rewarding, uh, but like more challenge. like I was always, I'm always scared before I start anything, you know? Uh, yeah. Like as soon as mm-hmm. like, I know that I book something, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, <laughs> like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Moment of like, why did I audition? Yeah, it's like, yeah, dude, but you, it's, it's why like, are you? I, I, I don't know why, but something in me just goes to like, ah, fuck, you know, you're gonna fuck this up, you know, uh, or like, or 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 you could really fuck this oh. up, or you better not fuck this up, but like, ah, oh, just like I know it's gonna be work, you know, and and then I have to like mm-hmm. ease myself into it, you know, like so, like I kind of sit with it, like. I, I read the script and I meditate about it and stuff. And I kind of just feel it and feel it and feel it. And then like, you know, then I'm just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me, let, you know, just going over stuff. And then when I, once I'm like keyed into the world, you know, of, of what it is, you know, then it's like, okay, yes. You know, then, then. Yeah. Okay. I, I do this. I got, I can see why they, mm-hmm. I, I know what I'm doing, it, but you, if that's, I think that's, I don't remember who said it. Someone said something about like, 
kind of either being nervous or anxious or scared, something of, along any of those feelings before you start something like it's a good thing because like it, it kind of reminds you you're still alive. Cause if you just go into it and you're like, okay, done. Okay. I did it done. Like there's no passion. There's no love. There's no, if, you, if it should evoke something, mm-hmm. even if you're pissed, even if you're like, shit, I got, I got, I got too much going on. It should evoke something. And I think that's part of why you're really talented. You really like dive into the role. Like you said, the, mm-hmm. not even just the role, you said the world, like you really look at this as a full you know, character, mm-hmm. person, and everything. So, like, I think that's great as well. Also, good oh, advice, folks. Yeah. Fellow actors that, out there. <laughs> most people probably do that in some way, right? I would hope so. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like, just because of some stuff I be seeing, I don't know. Uh, maybe they did, and I just didn't see. I don't know. But just you know, here we are. Yeah. yeah. Man. Okay. I feel you. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Uh. I, I, let me let me tell you some of these uh, some of these horror stories about the the acting and stuff. All right, yeah. So okay, so we got it that path. Oh, okay, filmmaker. So, I, okay, we'll we'll talk a little bit after about how you turn into a filmmaker. I mean, unless you want to talk about it now, I like doing yeah, it before yeah. and then going no, into totally. the horror because then everyone has like a background. I, of, I think that's a good idea. I completely forgot there was another thing to talk about. <laughs> um, but yes, <laughs> you, you wear many hats, sir. Wear your hats. I know, right? I don't know. I. Y- ended up mm-hmm. developing an interest in filmmaking because I was, um, you know, acting in a bunch of like short independent films, web series, you know, whatever I could get, like, you know, that would be paying as well. <laughs> like, cause most of that stuff, if it pays, it's like barely, right. you know, but you know, do some commercials, do some stuff here and there. And then I just keep seeing the results of a lot of these films and just being disappointed, you know? Um, and just knowing like, uh-huh. like, Oh, this is, this is a simple fix through editing. Like, I know you can do this. And, and anytime, like I ever got to sit down with a director and, and, and give my notes or like, whatever, like the movie always ended up better, at least in my opinion, but I could be biased, but I think that's, that's the case, you know? Um, And, and so, well, I, I think, yes, there is, there's a potential for bias, but if they're taking your notes and they're sticking with your notes, as opposed to being like, okay, that was an interesting idea, but we're going to go back to what we did. And I think, yes, you are right. correct. It, it, it does get better. So you yeah. are, it's not a bias. It's mm-hmm. not a, a, you know, a cockiness. It's, it's, it's actuality. Yeah. And, and I don't even mean that literally like I was giving like the best advice, the best notes, but I, but it meant that they were receptive, you know, and that they would like those, those yeah. directors, you know, would be able to, to grow and change and whatever. Right. And, and then I kind of like saw that there was like a lot of qualities that, that I liked in them because I kind of saw them in myself, you know, I was like, Oh, maybe I should do this, you know? And there was like, there was a mm. project that uh, came about like me and my buddy, uh, <laughs> me and my buddy, Nick, this guy's like the best writer ever. And he's like the funniest dude. He's this super tall Serbian dude that just like, looks kind of like a like a like a badass but like he has always has the biggest smile on his face um he he's like a he looks like a lumberjack but he's like the smiliest funniest lumberjack ever um but he he's a phenomenal writer right and he wrote uh comics and uh you know all kinds of stuff but like he's my favorite writer really uh, even to this day i think and uh he wrote this script that we were going to do a comic book uh, uh, for and uh, ended up turning it into a pilot because um, uh, my friend, you know, uh, I have a few friends that from uh, this production company, Evil Iguana Productions, that they, um, you know, they used to make uh, shorts, features, whatever, you know, all kinds of stuff, web series and stuff. 
and I was like, "Hey, uh, let me know what you think about this." Mm-hmm. And I've worked with them in the past and stuff like, uh, and and they love the they love the the script and like, let's make this thing. Um, so I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And I and and I was yeah. so keyed in at this point because you know I I had already started uh, drawing. Um, uh layouts and stuff for the for the comic book and you know all this character development me and him had done so i was like i can direct this like i know this i know this thing so easily yeah 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 so uh that would have saved us a lot of money too um and so so that's what i did like i had a uh my my co-director was alan from evil iguana productions and we uh whenever i was in front of camera he was directing and whenever i was whenever i wasn't in front of camera i was directing but like you know i i put together like the whole vision and stuff and we kind of went through it and, and we had a good understanding so it made it easy to do it that way and then it turned out really good you know decent you know not not great there's there's a lot of problems with it but like it turned out decent and we end up written we end up winning <laughs> awards and stuff and going to festivals i made a lot of connections and and and, and things and i was like this is awesome um, then I think it turned out more than decent. You just said you went to festivals, yeah. like you, like you're, you're, you're my, you're, what's it called? Minimizing, <laughs> minimizing your success. Shame on you. So yeah, but that's, yeah. that's good. See, it's just, it's also to clarify, you know, how every, everyone thinks their baby is cute. Not every fucking baby is cute. I said it. I don't care. I'm taking it back, but for, you know, some people will be like, Oh, it's the best movie ever. It's the best project ever. Oh, it's the best. And then you watch it and you're like, bro, what are you talking about? But you had, you know, other people kind of standing behind you in, in you know, regards to recognizing it. So it was good. Just yeah. stay behind that. No, I mean, it, it, was, was it was definitely good. It definitely good. I think for a first project as well. And, and I, the thing is, I can see like so many of the flaws in it now that it's like hard <laughs> to watch at times. Um, but like, <laughs> I the, the thing is, I, I only cringe a little, you know, most of my projects that I've just acted in, like when I watch them, like I end up cringing a lot, you know, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that was uh, uh, my first foray into directing. And then I was like, I really enjoyed this, you know, and uh, so, you know, I've been making like shorts and uh, little sketches and uh you know, uh, just whatever things I can here and there and stuff. And I'm, I'm trying to get to the point where I, I, I can direct a feature, but um, I feel like I'm just not ready for that yet. I'm going to, I'm going to do a few more shorts and I want to do a, a web series um, before I get to that point. But yeah. I think that's great. I, I do always say that whole ready thing is, is bullshit. Mm-hmm. There's no ready. You just, you yeah. do it because at the end of the day, like for me, again, new to writing, very, very new to writing. I only started writing because of Tuesdays. So like that's last wow. year I just started writing. Um, and then like, I was like, all right, well, I want to film this. And like, everyone's looking at me crazy because they're like, well, like, you know, you get your feet wet. Like you just start, like people, people had a lot to say, um, but I filmed it a few months later and it wasn't the best thing. It wasn't the worst thing, but I guess yeah. what? It was done. And I was like, okay. I got my feet wet. I know what I want to do. I know what I don't want to do. I know what's good, what's not good. You just, you just do it. I think that's what the best advice I ever got. It says, you know, what's better than perfect. Yes, I know that one. Oh, so good. Um, Exactly. What I mean, I think, is then that I just haven't found the right project, or I haven't written the right project, because it's because I know, gotcha, what it's going to take, and I know it's just going to be so taxing. It's going to be a lot of work for you know a long time you know like years of my life probably uh 
Right. It, right. Yeah. You, you have to be prepared to commit. Yeah. Not that you're not ready. Yeah. It's more like being ready yeah. to commit to it, which makes sense. Some people will pass it and be like, mm. well, put my name on it. And then they're just, they're just I, happy that their I, name's on something. I, so, I that, <laughs> you know? Usually those projects like that. I just, that's good. No, don't do that. Don't ever, don't ever learn. Yeah. Don't, don't do no, that. No, I just, it's, it's terrible. Don't do maybe, maybe, it, maybe if I did do that, I'd, you know, be better off though, <laughs> this financially. You listen only right. one way to find out. This is also very yeah, true. Yeah, right. So, oh, good, good <laughs> now we heard about your your plight yes. and your journey in, into you know from artistry to to. So, what what made it go horrible? What 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 are the few horrible things oh, that have occurred? Um, you know, let me tell you about. I think I'll start with this. This is like the thing that like I'm probably like most uh, ashamed of in my acting career. Um, all right. Uh, I think this would be the first shameful story I've ever heard. Most stuff is like yeah. things that have happened to people, but this is something you did or was a part of, and then you're ashamed of. So I have to, I think you might be yeah, the first. No, so I'm no. very excited this is to hear definitely this. something I did. And, and it was like, uh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll just get into it. So I, I am still in Chicago. Uh, I'm doing, I'm pursuing mostly on camera stuff. Uh, every now and then, maybe once a year or so, um, I would do something theater related, either a performance in a space, a, a, a stage reading, a, a one act play, um, a full length play, you know, whatever I could get. But it would usually be like once a year or once every other year sometimes where I would do a show. Um, and, okay. and if I didn't do a show for a while, I would be itching to do it. And then uh, after I did it, I'm like, all right, that's done. You know, <laughs> like, I don't like when do I, when am I going <laughs> to do another one? You know, um, uh, but, you know, and, right. and I just take my time with it and stuff. And then I somehow stumbled into uh, getting offered a an understudy gig. And I'd never understudied before. So I talked to some of my friends about it that had done understudying. They're like, yeah, it's no big deal. You know, it should be fine. You know, you, you just, you know, you learn the script, you learn the lines and stuff, and you learn the track. And then, you know, you, you should, whenever they call you, you go and do it. But like, you rarely ever get called. Like, he's like, I've understudied for three shows in a row that I never even went up on. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, so, but I, I'm just like, I'm not taking that as, I'm just like, all right, cool. It'll be fun, you know? And, and it's a theater company. No, I just I just feel like that's some foreshadowing, yeah, which yeah, is why yeah, I'm yeah, right. <laughs> and, and, and it's a theater company that I really like admired, and I and I really wanted to to get involved with. And so, I uh, I say yes to the to the gig, um, and I jump on it, you know. And then uh, I show up, and and I was like, as long as I, you know, I, I was still working, you know, a job full time, and trying to balance that with all my life and stuff. So it was a little difficult to it i wouldn't have been possible for you to make it to every rehearsal so i just wanted to make sure that was going to be cool i was going to miss mm -hmm. at least one rehearsal a week um but usually two you know and okay. they're rehearsing i think at the time like three to five times a week um yeah so i forget oh, in the okay. start there was like maybe three times a week and then it was five and then something like that um you know and then tech week happens and tech week i think was like two weeks or whatever it ended up being not just a play okay it, I, I did not, I don't know what I knew, what I thought I was agreeing to. This was three plays, like a trilogy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And each play, right, is like at least, I think, two hours long, but I think more. Right. And they just get longer. You know, like each one is longer than the next. I feel like, I, I feel like it. Right. And it is a phenomenal masterwork 
epic of like a Lord of the Rings type thing on in in a small theater, you know. Wait, this is one night that they do this like seven hour yeah. thing. Like how long? <laughs> or was it like so, over yeah, days? Actually, how did this that's work? What we do we do a marathon performance, you know, with breaks, you know. But oh my, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a crazy epic amazing work of art you know it's spectacular right but it's also daunting and insane <laughs> like just because like the amount of work that goes into this thing is just crazy right so i am uh right. looking at the two characters that i'm following and they're like two of the lead characters and stuff and i was just like oh, okay like that shouldn't be a problem but like there's so much like they're everywhere there's so many lines and i'm like all right well that's fine you know as long as i figure out the track and the, the story and, and and all this stuff it should be easy to to catch on to but oh man right like i was showing up to rehearsals just so confused all the time you know and and i was like i've read this like three times and i don't know what where this scene is right now i, I show up to <laughs> you know rehearsals and stuff and like uh you know the first couple of rehearsals i hadn't even got through the the script yet and i was like all right all right i'm gonna get there and then you know i get through it and i read it and i read it and and like i'm showing up to rehearsals and i'm just like fuck man which which play is this scene even in like which which act it was it was just so much to wrap my head around wait i you know i think think of that that's not i did not even like you said it's you know trilogy it's multiple but i didn't even think of the complication of that like learning like okay we're gonna be rehearsing you know act one scene two but then it's like yeah 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 and it's and it and and it's like so daunting and i'm and i'm just like just doing my best like going over it over it over it you know i have all the lines recorded and i'm listening to them and stuff and i'm listening to just my cues and trying to just get this thing you know and uh um you know, mm-hmm. we, we're getting closer and closer to, to the show. And, and I'm talking to the other understudies and stuff. I'm just like, okay, what are you guys doing, you know, to do all this? Like, how are you tracking this? How are you following? And, and like, they're, you know, kind of doing uh, some of the same stuff that I'm doing. But, like, they're so much further along. Like, they know everything. I'm like, fuck, what is happening? And, like, some of them had done understudies before. But I think there was at least one or two people that also did not mm-hmm. understudy before. And they were just, like killing the game you know and i really and i don't understand how that works. i can't learn the play without it getting in my body you know like i need to be up and doing it and it's kind of impossible Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't figure out a good way to do it without having other actors you know so i was just like trying to do it in my house you know or whatever Mm -hmm. but like it's so hard um so i uh uh just so so like uh, uh the the opening night um or is it maybe it was like first preview or, or like final preview or something like that like it was a, it was a, it was a run um there was an actor that uh um kind of just threw his shoulder out and uh he couldn't finish the show um and so the his uh um understudy came in and killed like just killed and this was like one of the lead main guys and i was just like wow i don't understand how this guy did that you know <laughs> like like 
<laughs> you were impressed as a as a also an understudy, but you were like, this guy's like the understudy yeah, totally, of understudies. Totally. Like this is and the then, man. Like I was just like shocked. I was like, all right, man. Well, I something is wrong because if I had to go on, it would not be that. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you start to look in oh yourself. God. You're like, yeah, what's, yeah, what's totally. Happening? And then you know, uh, uh, I think after opening night. Um, the one of the the characters that i uh understudy for was telling me he's like yo um how you doing man how, how's everything going with it with, with yourself i was like oh you know it's good i'm just doing my best uh tracking along uh, i think i'm pretty pretty ready you know uh maybe uh and and he's like he's like i'm just letting you know like <laughs> oh, it's a little itchy <laughs> I was like, oh I was like, boy oh, shit. um <laughs> Wait, this is pre-COVID, oh, everyone. Yeah. Also, this is pre-COVID. Yeah, this is Can many we just... years ago. This is like, I don't know, seven years ago, maybe. I, I can't even, five years ago. I, I don't even know. Um, and uh, so he ends up going down, actually. And um, we, so the next performance, um, uh, like I, the, that night or the night before the next performance or whatever it was like the stage manager i think called me he's like hey how you doing uh how you doing with lines whatever blah blah i'm like i think i'm good he's like let's just go over some stuff right now on the phone so we can kind of just get through i was like all right cool cool and he just thought like he's like all right i just don't think that we're gonna be ready to go again uh and i was like i was broken <laughs> i was like i was like oh like because that's like the worst like the one thing that they ask of you to do that you're like oh yeah totally i can do if this if the actor goes if the actor goes down then i can go mm -hmm. you know yeah. and i wasn't even able to do that i was like yeah this is it was so uh -huh. devastating you know and like also like just knowing like fuck like they're gonna have to cancel a show because of me i'm laying everybody down you know other guy just went down and everything was fine everything was great like he did phenomenal you know um and, and i was just like right. oh man i'm i'm totally that guy you know and i'd never been that guy before you know so i was like all right well this is a kick in the pants um but i was like all right well let's do what we had to do he's <laughs> like all right well i'm gonna you go ahead and keep working the lines keep working the track keep figuring it out and I'm going to create like a, a little script book. So like the character that I played was like a weird, like magician type character. And, you know, he would often be pulling spells and stuff out of his hat and like doing weird, weird, or like, like, Ooh, speech, cheat doing cheat. like uh, right. speaking in, in like, you know, weird ways, whatever. Right. And so it wouldn't be so far fetched for him to have like a book of spells or something like that, you know? And so like, wait a minute do you think maybe that's why it was like hard for you to grasp because like if he's doing spells he's not just speaking mm. normally in regular words you know hey let's go to the park he's doing like fish newt eye of thou you know like is maybe that was why it was hard to love, like kind of get it that, that was it but there was only like a few times like where he really <laughs> did that so it wasn't it wasn't that it was just yeah gotcha yeah, okay, no, no, I tried. No, no, I, I tried. I okay, I got it. Thank, thank you for giving me that <laughs> out. Uh, but, but so like that. Uh, so he made this book, and I was like, I'm not gonna need that, you know. And like when when I got it from him, I was like literally just clung to it. Like there's no way I was gonna be able to not use it for everything because like you know at this point it's like you it's a crutch, mm -hmm. you know. So I was just like, 
so we, we got through the show and like literally like there was another um uh uh what's you call understudy <laughs> oh my god there was another under, understudy who was oh my god so good like she understudied i think more roles than anyone um and, and was just oh. holy crap like out of this world and uh uh she uh, ended up um helping me to run my track like for you know where, where you enter where you exit and stuff you know like the props and stuff that you're gonna need because it, so, it was so involved mm -hmm. um it, it was such a majestic play <laughs> though you know and uh, uh just so spectacularly done like i'm still so in awe of it like i would sit in the audience uh for performances like when you know i didn't have to go on and stuff and just be so excited to be mm -hmm. there you know for that nine hour day or whatever it mm -hmm. ended up being you know yeah that's crazy i still get over the leg but that is but that speaks volume to the to the work because if it was terrible for that many hours nobody would watch you know nobody would care nobody would be impressed but the fact that people were like yeah, yeah I'm, I'm all right break okay we'll be right back yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Let's, we'll go totally. again you yeah. know and you know and, and 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 it was also like an odd thing with the cast where like it was the only cast that I never really felt like part of the team with from early on, you know, it was just very difficult because, uh, you know, it was a big cast, um, you know, rehearsals were, you know, moving, you know, like you, you, you just got to keep going and stuff. And, you know, I'm an understudy, so I don't usually even get to rehearse, you know, so it's like I'm just hanging out with the understudies, you know, sitting on the side and. And, you know, you, you can't really sit and chat with people while you're in the rehearsal room. You're just taking notes, you're reading, you're, you're just following along, you're trying to mouth the script, you're trying to like, you know, whatever, trying to get it all down. Um, so, and and I just, you know, right. never really got to be a part of that team, it felt like. Um, but it was still like, you know, a great experience. But like, man, I, I was there, there was, a, there was a reason why I went there, wasn't there? Mm, I, I lost my train of thought. What the... You, you maybe that was part of, you didn't feel connected to them i don't know it, if that played it, in the role of like it with the lines think, or, or well i i just know that there's no way that i can uh i need to find better techniques if i ever want to understudy again because i just never have done a play before where i didn't get mm -hmm. to you know be rehearsing with the other actors you know at least you know so that was that's definitely mm -hmm. something that i need um uh, Oh, what's that guy? Anthony Hopkins, because my friend actually sent this to me because I was I was it's not that I was struggling with the lines. It's like I kept wanting to mm. say like my words, like instead of the I would say uh, like like little little things that were messing up the lines, like probably things unless they had the script in front of them that mm. nobody would notice. But it, it was pissing me off just because I wasn't getting the words down. So my friend actually sent me as a link. Uh, it's an Anthony Hopkins thing where mm. he basically talks about how he actually oh, memorizes yeah. the whole script. Um, but what he does is he takes a tennis ball. He hopes to have a person with him. Um, he basically passes the tennis ball like, okay, so, you know, your line, my line, you're, and you're passing the tennis ball. So like, you're not really focusing on the lines, but it kind of makes, it makes you make sure that you have the lines down pat because you're throwing a tennis ball. You're not a hundred percent focusing mm -hmm. on the words. You're actually actively doing something. Um, and if you don't have someone with you, uh, mm -hmm. he, he would bounce it against the mm -hmm. wall instead and say his line, but then also the other person's lines. And I think Will Smith also does that. They also talk about that freshman's Bel Air because you can actually catch him mouthing the words. Like if it's like Ashley's lines or uncle Phil's lines, you would catch him like yeah, mouthing the yeah, words because he would memorize cool. the whole script. Which is like 
daunting, like you say, it's a task. I don't know if I could ever do that, but that that's one method I've heard. I've of. never, I've really never tried, tried to memorize <laughs> a script, um, but I I've done it like on accident, you know, just but just being in performances and stuff, you know, <laughs> like when you're when you're running a play for a while and stuff, right. you know, throughout rehearsal, you kind of just it kind of sinks in. Not this play though, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Of course, yeah, not yeah. the one where you yeah, needed right. it to stick it. Um, no, not at all. But, no, no. Yeah, I though you know the the probably the the things that I've directed I've been pretty close to memorized on just because I've gone over it so many times. But yeah, um, but yeah, that that sounds like a sounds like a good move actually. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. I I see. Look, I help people here on my podcast. You guys, I don't just ask them questions and be nosy. I also <laughs> good assist. good times. Yeah, but that uh, um, ended up being. Uh, like it, it and then it didn't help that's that's what it was since i didn't already have like a good connection with like the cast and, and crew and everyone um it didn't help that i ended up being like the guy that kind of mm -hmm. just messed everything up you know um so yeah yeah right um Ugh. you know i i uh i tried to just you know take take a moment to just thank everyone for you know um uh pulling me up and like you know help me along and all this kind of stuff um because like I, I just needed to say something, you know, and uh, I, I could tell that it's just like, oh, this is not going over well. <laughs> like no one's, no one's happy. <laughs> Everyone's looking oh at you God, like, yeah, dude, we're just waiting was, for him to be done talking. At it this was point. very like, bad. Like fans. I could feel the energy in the room. I was like, oh no, this is not good. Um, but it's it sucks. It was so sad too because like I loved the place so much. Like I loved all these actors so much. You know, I was like so into into them. You know, I was like this is so cool. And then like I just felt like so small and stupid. You mm -hmm. know, and but it was a good it was a good thing in in the end because it just it taught me a lot about myself and about um, things I can and can't do and and learning that like it's still good to push yourself because I wouldn't know my limits if I never did. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly that's a good point oh all right so basically you were the epitome of you had one job um with that understudy but i will <laughs> i don't want to knock you down while you know kick you while you're down you know you didn't lie you weren't like oh yeah i understudy all the time i'm great at the, you know you were front you even were you know clear about your schedule that you'd be missing rehearsals so like shit happens you yeah, know yeah and you know the, I get it. the funny thing is like uh i could be wrong about all of this about how they felt about me or whatever it's just what i was feeling in the moment you know probably who knows right maybe they just didn't give a shit you know maybe they're all right. like, happy to have a day off who knows right i don't know um, <laughs> but like a few weeks like after the after the run of the show um i got like someone i don't know if i was at a coffee shop or something but literally someone came up to me is like hey were you in the hammer trinity <laughs> <laughs> You were famous, kind of. Look at and that. And I was all like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I was." Uh, you wait, did you? When did you come see it? I was like, "Cause like literally, I think it was one time, maybe twice. I I can't really remember that that I ended up going up, you know." And so mm -hmm. like that person had to come see that one show, and I was all like, "Yeah, yeah." Um, how did you like it? He's like, "It was great, man. You know, totally I remember whatever." It's like I was. Did you notice I was an understudy that night? He's like, you know, I I didn't really. I didn't really think about it. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, See? 
you were really internalizing like all the all your pain and suffering because like he said weren't you in that uh the play like the play he didn't say oh you're that guy who couldn't remember his lines like he didn't say that (laughs) so like you were you were fine probably man i don't know (laughs) um so so yeah so that's that um but uh if uh, so you had another horror story yeah I am I'm so intrigued because you started with that with the with the play first and that was like a roller coaster. I'm happy I had my seatbelt on. Like that was there was a lot happening <laughs> there. Yeah, so yeah. I am so curious as to this second story. I mean, as as we like to say, so so then what happened? How how'd you start and where'd you end All up? right. So <laughs> the uh the first I think this was like the first film project I ever did. It was a student film um, at the college that I was studying theater at, you know, and, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. you know, every now and then, like, there's like auditions for student films and stuff. And so a lot of the department goes, you know, it's just what you do. Um, ended up getting cast in this project. It was some weird, like, really hardcore wannabe Quentin Tarantino thing, because that's what everything was at that <laughs> point in time. This is like early 2000s, you know, uh, early aughts. Um, and, uh, it was, uh, it was fun, you know, we we were having fun on sets or whatever, but I was like, yo, I feel like this, there's like no direction to this. I feel like we're just doing stuff. Like it just, no one really knew what was going on or what. Go with the flow. Paper bag. Yeah. It was like, yeah, totally. And, and there was definitely like some, some drugs and, uh, alcohol, some, there was definitely some substance involved. Okay. So substances this sounds like multiple substances yeah yeah, like throughout the production of this (laughs) so it was kind of more just like a weird party with a bunch of my theater friends and learning meeting some new film people and stuff you know oh so it it was a restaurant (laughs) that's what this sounds like you know wait wait waitresses and cooks and shit high as hell and then you're just partying yeah Yeah, it was a restaurant okay cool i got i got the vision now okay no pretty much um (laughs) But there was like one day of filming that we had at this uh, fancy like hotel uh, downtown Chicago. Um, the uh, what's it called? The Renaissance? I think it's called the Renaissance Hotel. And it ends up being like right across the street from, I think, the Chicago Theater or one of the theaters in downtown Chicago. I want to say it's no, I can't remember which one at this point, but um, at I'm sure it's all changed now anyway, so no one can, you know. Right. And it just happened to be at the time that at that theater, they were having the Improv Olympics, um, which brings out like a bunch of like. I what? (laughs) (laughs) Improv Olympics and just skate over that as if we are all familiar with that. First of all, I have never heard those two (laughs) words put together. I have so many questions. I hope you will explain that before you continue your story, okay, please. So, and thank so you. So <laughs> I was at the time I had heard of the Improv Olympics, but I didn't know what it was. I thought it was just talking about IO, the Improv Olympic Theater that teaches improv, but I didn't realize that there was this thing called the Improv Olympics. And basically, it's like a week long festival, comedy festival, with like a bunch of like these great actors performing improv and other types of things as well. You know, um, and so. Oh. Yeah, I think it's a week long. It could be like a weekend. Could I don't know what. Um, so like a bunch of these big names come through there, you know, like 
Mike Myers, Tim Meadows, mm-hmm. like half the cast of like SNL and Mad TV, you know, um, Rachel Dratch, uh, Andy Richter, wow. um, all these people were, were, you know, coming through this festival and they were all staying at that hotel, you know? Um, so earlier in the day, uh, you know, I, I get there probably around 11 or noon or something like that. I, cause I had a late call time and I got there early, <laughs> um, Cause I was like, ah, downtown parking. What am I going to do? Maybe I'd just be in the lot. I don't know. So, you know, you get there a little early. and mm-hmm. people had got there early in the morning and, and someone, and they were telling me about what was happening in the hotel at this time. And I guess some of them had met with, uh, I don't know. Should I say his name? I think it's fine because every, I mean, and- you don't think you're going to get in trouble. Totally. No, <laughs> it, they, they had met with Andy Dick. Um, and, uh Andy Dick was you know like just such a weirdo and I was always interested in this strange man you know um he was always so entertaining right you know um and and I guess they had met him earlier Mm -hmm. and he was like seemed to be real cool and he's like hey guys come to the party later whatever blah blah you're you can be my guests and stuff bring the cast you know um and so I was like what we're gonna go party later with all these people And, and, and Andy Dick this is gonna be crazy you know um you were you were fanboying because I'm I'm fangirling. I'm not even going. This is not even my life, and I'm kind of like yeah, you're yeah, doing what? When? Like totally. yes, we're like these college kids doing theater and trying to you know be actors one one day. You know, <laughs> be real actors. You know, right? We're gonna do it. <laughs> and then there's there's this happening. It's like we're gonna go meet these real actors and maybe be able to party with them or something. That's crazy. You know, right? And we're not crashing. We were welcomed. We're going to yeah, be put on the yeah, list. Right? And so, uh, you know, we're going about our day shooting our shots and stuff. We had a lot of ground to cover. We had a lot of stuff to get. And like um, we got to a point of the night where it was like eight or nine. Um, and uh, there was one of the actors that was just so antsy. He's like, no, man, we got to go. We got to go down there. We got to get down there. We got to get in the park. And, and we're just like, come on, guys, man. We just you've literally got like two, three more scenes and then you can go, you know, like they're like they're like they're not gonna be down <laughs> there partying, you know, like they haven't even finished. Yeah. Right, like there's a time limit on the party to stop partying, Most they're not gonna be there. Yeah, finish their sets, you know. They're, this show is still happening, you know. Like what why would you go now? You know? And the it was like some weird shit was going on where this dude just didn't want to listen he was just like no man this film fuck this film whatever blah blah you know but the party we can meet people it could change our lives you know like what what are you guys doing what's the problem it's like dude let's just make the fucking film like calm down you know right focus man dick you just wouldn't listen and so he ended up going down and we're just like well i guess we'll just fucking shoot whatever whatever else we can and just get done and you know and then maybe you know if we feel like we'll go down too you know and so we just took our time we tried to shoot what we could right. we shot around like what we could thinking you know whatever blah blah and then uh the and then we're just like all right cool it was probably like close to like 11 or something like that we were done we're like all right let's let's go to, i mean if he's not coming back up you know let's just go down and join this party you know and so we get down yeah. there. Um, some of the, the cast and crew that had already wrapped were down there already and stuff. And, uh, um, you know, it's, and it's just, it's just all these faces that, you know, and that you, you admire and you're just like, Holy shit, man. I can't even believe I'm like breathing the same air. You know? <laughs> Wait, how do you, how do you prevent yourself? Like, 
to from like outwardly fanboying or like in my case fangirling because like I know there obviously is a level of professionalism you have to do but like I think of like when I first started doing comedy and like being on some of the shows with some people I was like but I'm a fucking fan like I know we both going on stage and we both can tell jokes but like I'm a fucking fan and I want to tell them I'm a fan and I love what they do like how do you just like you I, know chill I, you <laughs> how know, do you just do I, that? I don't know <laughs> but like I, I like to think that I was pretty <laughs> chill. Um, you know, I I was just trying to just be like nice and just be interested in these people. I was just like, oh, cool. Let me see if I can get a drink at the bar, you know. And uh, I think it was like open bar too. So like, fucking yeah, right. Oh um, boy. And uh, and like <laughs> I said, there were substances involved on these sets already. So like, we were all having a good time. Um, and uh. And a lot of these, you know, uh, actors were having a, a good time as well. It seemed Andy Dick was having a phenomenal <laughs> time. <laughs> this dude, he was at a different party. Like he was physically at the same party when he was. At he a was on party. a different plane of existence. <laughs> All right, like holy oh, shit, yeah. dude! Like it was so weird. This guy was out of this world. Like he was literally like I, I was trying to find some of my friends, and I found one person. They ended up talk, being talking close to somebody, and we started a conversation with someone that you know was in the industry and was cool. And I was like, oh, awesome! Um, and uh, waiting for my friends, and then they ended up coming in. Um, Andy Dick is hanging off of like the shoulders, like between two of my friends, one arm around each of their neck, right? <laughs> Right, he's just talking, and his feet aren't even touching the ground, you know. <laughs> and he's just saying so much shit. And I'm like, I, he's slurring his words, but he's just saying like the most ridiculous, insane shit that I've, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of dying. Like this is the strangest <laughs> spectacle I've ever seen, you know. Um, and uh, right. and then and then I realized that like these, like my friends are kind of smiling, but they're smiling very awkwardly. Uh, <laughs> like I'm like, oh. This is getting a little weird, I think. Um, and then I remember, like, you know, Andy Dick tried to, like, as he's, like, just, like, you know, spitting his game and telling shit and getting people to laugh and, like, a lot, and, like freaking a lot of his friends out, it seemed, as well. You know? Um, like, he starts to try to lick one of my friend's faces. And then... No. Shut your mouth. And then oh, like, my okay, gosh. No, no, no. no. Mm -mm. And, and he just puts him down and, 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 like, walks out. And it was just, like, crazy. Um... And uh, eventually, like, I found out later on, like, what had happened. And uh, uh, so, like, Andy Dick had, like, told them, hey, guys, come on. Like, it's still early. Let's go party and uh, let's join the party in my room. And so they think, okay, cool. We're going to go party in Andy Dick's room. There's going to be, you know, people there to party with or something, right? Whatever. And, like, no, it was just Andy Dick's room. And it was this fancy-ass room and shit. It was fucking crazy. He was like sleepover, like that's he just meant he really wanted yeah. to just chillax at that point. He was because he had partied yeah. for all of you in the room yeah. clearly, and, and so he was good. probably like a handful, like maybe five of the uh, cast and crew um, that was there, you know, at the time, and like you know, boys and girls, and like literally, like it turned out, like one by one, he ended up kind of getting them to somehow join him in the bathroom, uh, and then proceeded to attempt to do <laughs> things to them. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. Andy. But the um, thing is, it's like yeah. it's disturbing to think about, and I, I'm not trying to minimize that aspect of it. But like, only one of them was like actually kind of disturbed. The rest of them were just like, "This dude's fucking crazy." Like, <laughs> it, it, but like one of them, right. like maybe a couple of them were kind of like, 
my childhood's ruined. He's like one of the only two. I love Andy Dick and Polly Shore, and they're the only two people in Hollywood I ever wanted to meet. And now, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, you ever heard yeah, that expression, right? don't no, meet no, your heroes? It, but none of that was something that, I had to so. deal with. I ended up having like a wonderful conversation with Rachel Dratch and uh, uh, and Andy Richter. Andy Richter is the, the greatest dude. Like Rachel Dratch is also so fucking sweet. <laughs> like, oh my god, they will never remember this. You know, they were all like, maybe I don't know if they they both drink, but I'm pretty sure everyone was like drinking at the time and whatever. So, um, but like it was so fun, you know. And uh, and then it came upon me to have to convince this actor that left set earlier right to come back to set because he couldn't fathom how he had done wrong and i was the person that was this person's ride right and he just wanted to leave oh god he just wanted to fucking leave like right then i'm like Dude, you can't make demands. You can't make demands. You got unless you're taking the bus, you can't make demands. Like you, you're someone is taking you home. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You can't make any kind so of request or demand. No. Just, it, like everyone else had basically given up at this point. And I'm just like, all right. Look, because only all that we had to do was shoot his scenes, sleep, and then get up the next morning and leave, you know? And so it just came upon me mm-hmm. to just fucking do my best to convince this asshole piece of shit dude. You know, to just go upstairs and shoot your fucking scenes, you fucking baby. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Just do your, do your job. job. You God forbid. Early. Like, you know, you, you had your fun and stuff. Now you're just being a fucking drunk asshole. You made kind of a fool of yourself in front of some of these people anyways, you know. And now he's just lashing out at everybody else. It's like, mm-hmm. finish your fucking scene, you, you fucking dick. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, but I'm I am being so polite, so nice. I'm a very kind, warm person. I, I like to think, or at least I like to try to be. <laughs> you are. I can testify. We, we most of us uh, on Tuesdays, we love you. We can testify. I, I I've heard uh, well, a bad I'm, thing I'm, about you. you tell you that much. Thing, so. <laughs> I mean, to me, they're not bad. So fair you enough, know. <laughs> uh, but so, like, I'm doing my best, and I had already connected with this dude earlier because um, he was a martial artist and stuff, and I'd done a lot of martial arts, and I, I was a martial artist as well and stuff. So, like, you know, we had connected on that and just talking about stuff. But man, he was such a dick. And then he, I just I convinced him a few times, got him in the elevator, we got up to to the place, and then he's just like, no, I don't want to do it. And I'm like, what the fuck, you know? So like, this was the longest, horriblest night, and I. And, and literally he was just, I was just like, all right, fine. Just fucking leave, you know? And he's like, no, you have to take me home and stuff. I'm like, I, I, you can't force me to take you home, dude. You know, like, I'm just going to go up, go to sleep, you know? Yeah. Like, so, so ended up like getting a few hours of rest. This dude, uh, I don't, I don't even think he came back to the hotel room. I think he just like hung out outside, walked around and shit, you know? Yeah. 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 What? Or maybe just like slept in the lobby or something. I don't even remember. Um, and I was like, all right, this guy's such a baby. But then, then you know, eventually we, um, uh, you know, get up for the day and, the, you know, we're finishing, you know, we're done with everything there and stuff. So, you know, I'm kind of ready to go home. And then he's downstairs. Uh, and I'm like, all right, let's fucking go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just pain yeah, in your ass. Like, right, just well, smoke then, away. Let's just have this fucking horrible ride home together. You know, why not? And stuff. <laughs> and, See, you're a better person than me. You just like made me expel all this energy because yeah. you didn't want to do your fucking job. You want to be a big ass baby. You still 
shoot the scene. Now you didn't mess up the film that we had going on. All our hard work down the drain. Yeah. You know what? I ain't giving you a yeah. ride home. That, you know, that's I would have done that if I hadn't already empathized with him that like I realized early on that this dude's scared. Like he's just a scared person, you know? And like uh-huh. there's like and, and when people when people have that like that fear response, sometimes it just clouds all of their judgment, their logic, you know, they're responding on instinct, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, you, I, I don't know what it was that triggered him to get to that point, but like there was just, he was just working on that aspect and just leaving him to his own devices in the streets of Chicago, you know, not that he doesn't know the city a little bit, but he, he lives out in the suburbs with me. He doesn't have his own car, you know? Right. Oh uh, God. He wouldn't even know how to take the bus back. Yeah. Like he wouldn't even yeah. know I mean, where to be. He probably could have figured it out and stuff. But like right. you know, I felt some sympathy for the guy, and I, and I didn't know what that would become. And he was also very vindictive. So like, I didn't want to have some vindictive dude just yeah <laughs> over your shoulder yeah, for the rest of your life. About that shit, you know, <laughs> this guy's crazy a little bit, you know. So so I was like, all right, let's fucking go home. Gotcha. And you know what? Sometimes it's nice to have someone in the car to ride with. Uh, so we we ended up having a totally fine ride home. Um, I told him many times why and how I thought he was a dick, um, and he ended up laughing about it mm-hmm. at the end and shit. I laughed about it too because this was so ridiculous a situation. Um, but like, what a mm-hmm. what a horrible and amazing day, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right in the same twenty, not even twenty four hours. This is maybe what twelve hours of your day, like a half a day. I mean, I think those days are the best because you're like, what time is it? What date is it? How did this all just happen? Oh, yeah. This is a oh, yeah. lot. What what a mess. <laughs> so he never shot his seeds. Like, did they yeah. just have to cut they, him out? Did we have to like? Did you? They ended up film? cutting him out of the <laughs> film. And actually, what happened was, <laughs> so one of the other student films that was being shot had him cast in it. And um, they were filming with this this director's camera, and he had all the footage from that film. And so what he did was he took some footage from that film where they kill him, and he put it in this film. So they <laughs> so they killed him, and then like, oh, he's out of the story now. Like it didn't really make sense, but it was kind of cathartic, you know. <laughs> Listen, there are plenty of shows where you know the character gets written out like there's that joke with my wife and kids you know the light the the dark skin girl she goes up to her bedroom one day and then she never comes back the light skin girl just comes back down and you know it's like yeah new character yeah, same with yeah, um and viv on um uh fresh Prince of Bel-Air. nobody ever talks about it we actually i think that's the best part about my wife and kids you know the freaking waynes the genius that they are he he I think he says like you look different. Yeah. Like he he yeah. addresses it, <laughs> but not like and I love that. I think that was great. But that, that that's I think that's pretty amazing that like this is not a horror movie, this is not a slasher film, but you know, in, in order to complete this movie, we're just gonna kill him. We're gonna just repurpose that killing him off so that the rest of the movie makes sense. Check. Like that's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that level of creativity. Um, oh yeah. my gosh, it has been such a pleasure. I think this is my longest interview, most fun. Uh, yeah. We could do this all day, obviously. Uh, but tell us a bit more about where people can find you, what you're working on, things you publish, you know, social media, Absolutely. all those goody goody well, gumdrops. Um, I do have a website. Uh, it's rather new, but it's got some stuff on there. Um, and I, I'm going to, I'm trying to keep it updated more and more, but I'm, I always fall a little behind. Uh, but it's just um, maniallahahmad.com, I believe. Um, you can also find me on uh, 
uh, Instagram and Twitter, just at Mani Allah Ahmed. Um, and that's kind of where I, I post most of my stuff. Um, there's, uh, you can uh, catch me in uh, When Icarus Fell on Amazon Prime. Um, it's a feature film that we shot when I was still living in Chicago, but we shot it in um, Michigan at the time. Uh, and it's a beautiful film. I, I, I like it. I enjoy it. Um, there's, um, hmm, what else? Oh, I just did a play that's also like on YouTube and stuff. And I've, I think I've posted links on my Insta and stuff, but it's... Uh, a conversation through the bathroom door and it was done over zoom um and it was yeah is that, that is amy's um amy delgerino oh my god i freaking love let me tell you guys i love amy delgerino she's also been on here as well she oh it, it's funny because like i again new to writing but i love when people are like where'd you get this idea from what, what made you and i'm like i don't know it just came to me like i i always want to ask her the same thing i'm like where did you get this idea from like she's she, oh, i love her genius, she's awesome yeah. um so great right wait she was nominated for like playwright of the year so i can't i'm i know i'm fudging the award name i apologize if she was the person on the show i would have the title right um but she was nominated for like a playwright of the year award or something along those lines and she is yeah she is up badass when it comes to writing like and she's, oh, she's, and so she's uh the lead actor in this one too and she's phenomenal you know like she's just so talented both her and her husband so talented come on i mean right like and I am not one of those people because I don't even want children and I am really not involved in anyone's ovaries. But like, could you imagine the two of them as talented as you they are, what? what their freaking children would come that's out like if fair. that's what they you know, do? That's, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They would be so ahead of the curve. All the other kids yeah, would just have to eat dust. To okay. This, don't do it. You know, like just leave, let someone else succeed in life. You know, uh, let the next generation, you know, we can't have them all be losers and then get like this, you know, uh, you know, some kind of like a, uh, uh, like a complex, exactly. Complex. You know? like that's just, come on. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. That is awesome. Thank you so much. It has been such a pleasure. I will be sure to tag all your uh, websites, your Instagram and things like that. Um, such a talented actor. You guys will obviously see some stuff, his snippets and things like that, but uh-huh. This guy's good, okay? That's why he's booked and busy. And even when he kind of sort of failed as the understudy, no one was really mad. I really do believe that was internal. I think that was more just how you yeah. felt. Like, you felt disappointed in yourself. And, and shout out to yeah. the House so, Theater because they're a phenomenal theater company. If you ever get a chance to go see a show or if you want to audition for a great theater company in Chicago, whenever the hell that happens again, House Theater. Um, and shout out to College Page. What yeah. in person audition? What is what is this thing you speak of? I mean, we'll be dealing with COVID till like 2022. I mean, well, maybe not. Trump's not going to be president, so maybe not 2022. But I just feel like I, I feel like this is going to be happening yeah. for a no, while. It'll be, it'll be happening for a while. Can I give one more shout out? <laughs> all right. Of course, go for it. Love shout all the people you need to love on. Go for it. Greatest like theater uh, 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 program like in the world i feel like that anyways but like they're so so great it's a community college but like amazing you know like the, the people that run the theater connie kennedy howard is like a genius and such a, a wonderful soul and artist they still like support me write me messages to this day uh yeah totally shout out to Birdie, awesome. my, my favorite uh humanities teacher that like got sparked this in me and stuff but um Oh my gosh, wait, yeah, she's the one who was like, you should really do this, right? 
Oh my God. Yes. We have to super thank her. Cause, cause like, it's one of those things where, you know, hindsight is 2020 or whatever, but like, where would you be right now? Do you think if you like, do you think you maybe would have just discovered it later? Or do you think like, such a good question, but it's kind of scary to even think about. Um, I feel like I didn't even blossom as a human until I started doing theater, you know? So yeah. Oof, yeah. I would have been a deep. different person. Oof. Really, you know? Mm. Well, see, do what you love and love what you do. Yeah, if it's painful, yeah. just stop, you know, like, because you like you said with marketing you felt like it was literally sucking your soul and that's why i say good for you because there are plenty of people whether it's a job it's a relationship it's where they live they will just they will just sit in shit mm -hmm. and they will mm -hmm. just it's sit true. in it it's true and it's sad you know and, mm -hmm. and it's part of the problem of our capitalist structure all right so what we need to do mm, we take down the system it. all right bring the power back to the people okay all right because then if we don't have to fight every day and work every day mm. to just make a living you know then like we could explore Preach. more of humanity's mm. good stuff. like when you look at back at time right all of the greatest like accomplishments achievements writers scientists whatever they all had money or they had rich benefactors right so like imagine if they if we had more people mm -hmm. that had opportunity to actually create and advance and, and do things that they find pleasurable instead of having to work a shitty fucking job all the time you know like it, we would have a more advanced society as humans and we can do it but you know that's a story for another time amen that just reminds me i remember recently it went uh, viral a woman who was on vacation with her husband i don't remember if it was switzerland or new zealand she ended up going into labor and she said that she felt like she was in a five-star hotel because it was like her own suite that she was there in. It only, it only cost her like $500. Mind you, she doesn't live there. She doesn't have insurance there. Okay. She, it only cost her $500 and she was there for a, a fairly extended amount of time as opposed to, you know, America is like thousands of dollars. Um, you know, you're out the next day unless you had a C-section because, you know, we got to get the next body in here. Um, and then uh, there's there was someone who actually sent a picture of their bill, uh, their, their hospital bill after giving birth. And they were, they, the, the patient, the mother was charged yeah. for skin to skin contact. Wait, what? I'm sorry. That's my baby, my skin. You guys are billing me to put the baby on my skin. Help me understand what, huh? I, I hmm? mean, that's America. That's a whole, yeah, that's a whole yeah, nother podcast. Right? Be quite oh, honest. It's, it's just that, the whole. That's going to be mm. the, the new podcast <laughs> coming, coming from Stacey and Bonnie. Death to the, <laughs> death to capitalism. Right? Well, <laughs> you know, this might actually be a good idea. So, you know, you guys heard it here first. We might be working on something. Um, shout out to Anchor for being so oh. awesome and easy to use and just great and overall. And again, this was such a pleasure. I thank you again for being on. And hopefully I don't have to have you on anymore because I don't want you to have any more horror stories. But if you do, I, I please wouldn't come my way. Go to anyone else. <laughs> okay. Awesome. You thank too. you so Take much. Care. You have a great night.